Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am big. The picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Welcome to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mike Rinkinada, with me as always. <laughs> Ritzy Bird! Wamp, <laughs> wamp. <laughs> and I'm your producer, Soul Joel. Wow, we was... just did like the 80s wow. overproduced 80s radio wow. show. That was the morning zoo. <laughs> All the way from Midtown, right here. <laughs> the Upper East Side. <laughs> hey! hey! It's who? It's a, it's a very special guest. A special guest who apparently is going to be back in the uh, casino in, in Valley Forge. Gonna, it went so well October 19th, we had him back. We were going to have him back right away. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the post-Christmas show, who Michael is Michael B. Burton. Burton. No yes. one and only. No one warms us up better. Wow. <laughs> we had a wow. great show. Look at you. him with the segue. <laughs> Oh, we're going to do some warm-up oh, stuff. Let's talk, talk about warm-up. We're going to talk yeah, here's about the thing. warm-ups, Mike- but we usually start every show <laughs> with a drink. Well, Mike was on the show a few months back, maybe maybe a little longer, maybe a little shorter. We're not sure. And he hasn't aged a day, but... Uh, Wearing the we, same clothes, the sticky he was, bastard. He, yes, he was so good. And Mike and I share a relationship of we both do warm-up. And he's and he actually comes in and fills in for me when I can't do Doctor Oz. That's true. And we never got to talk about. It. We had such a good time with you that we never got to talk we, about warm up. We so, skipped right by. It. We had everything else. We, we talked everything about everything else. Cruise ships and God. we're probably yeah. not going to get to uh, the Poconos. drink or the joke. No, we're going to the. Take it easy, we'll there, Marcus. Well, joking. We you're the one on the last. The last time he was here, you're the one who went. I love when it just organically happens. <laughs> and now you're like, let's do the drink. Let's do the joke. Richie, I'm turning into you, and you're do, turning into me. That's true. That's true. We both going to be lesbian this, um, this is an adorable do you have moment. do you have a drink besides what was the one you said last time Blanton's. Blanton's. i like the Blanton's. I have the to Blanton's try it, delicious. It, yeah. other than that you know what uh richie can't remember three months ago let alone 30 <laughs> minutes ago jesus i'll tell you what maybe the weirdest thing the funny I like, thing is i was going to pretend like i was going to act like no i just wanted him to say to pretend like it's what but i really couldn't remember <laughs> <laughs> Even though we just did this, that was accidental. I had no idea what it was. Well, that's all. I I, uh, I actually really I enjoy bourbons and, and scotch, of course. Uh, during the summer, uh, it's the only time I drink gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. When I was bartending, there was a guy who said, "Look, man, during the summer you'll never have a more refreshing drink than gin and tonic." I was like, "I'm not a gin guy." I'm not and then a I gin tried, guy. and it's so good. Gin and tonic. I do with vodka little, tonic with a little lime. It is. It gin really is, is the like most refreshing if you drink Christmas ever. Tree. Man, gin just but you me. must work out like a fiend. Do I you work out a lot. I work out a good, little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you just have a good metabolism. I work no, out. I, I try to watch everything. I work out so that I can drink whatever I want to drink. But you don't drink a lot, and you're fat. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. <laughs> that the way we like to start not. every show is. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know you. Oh wait, it's, wait you I'm sorry. I was, I didn't wait, it's it's four months later. You've lost. Yeah, great. That's your Christmas. Shirt. Speaking of you Philadelphia, how you doing, Mr. Tasty Cake? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway. Anyway, so we do warm up. So go ahead. No, no. So you 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 like a gin? I do. I like gin in the uh, summer. In the summer, but I'll tell you, Tanqueray, like, where are we going? I don't We're really going care. I'm not. Bombay. I'm not a big. 
What's gin? Gin, it tastes like pine needle, needles anyway. I know. It's not, it's not delicious. You don't do shots of gin. Nobody's going, hey, I'll have a shot of gin. You know, my, you're right. right. My no one's ever asked for a shot of gin. My stepdad does that, though. Dark, shots of gin? No. <laughs> Dark drinks in the winter. No, oh, yeah. Light drinks in the summer. No, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Tangeray. Tangeray. And it's bumpy just like face. clothing. It's just like clothing. Tangeray's uh, bumpy face. <laughs> I do like uh, After Labor Day, jack. no no light drinks. You ever do the honey jack? Yeah, I have. I, I have like the honey jack, but I just drink it straight. I just drink you it on the rock. Yeah. It's I really sweet. Have like it is two. sweet, but just I, um, one. I'm on that low-carb diet, so I can't. I mean, honey jack is loaded with carbs. First time I ever had it was at a show. A woman comes up to me with two shot glasses on a tray. I take them both. She goes, one's for me. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, there's yours. <laughs> I, really, I honestly thought she was bringing me both. I was ready to have it. You were 30 <laughs> seconds away from making this really awkward and weird. No, you were I 30 like seconds away from a proposal. <laughs> <laughs> you brought me two drinks? Oh, I'm leaving I, my see, wife I tomorrow. I don't, like, I don't like Jack, so I'm not a Jack guy, but uh, I like Fireball. So wait, you do? When it comes to I know whiskey, it's, you don't I, look like you're in college, but all right. I know, no, I know, I get that all the time. But I, I, I like Fireball. I haven't had one in months because I've been on the. I local. think I've only had it a couple of times. It's just yeah. that cinnamon. And you know what? To it it I mean, gives it gives you such a hangover between the sugar got, and the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I got a homework assignment for you guys. You have to find it. It's hard to find, but it is worth the effort. It's called Dead Rabbit Whiskey. Dead Rabbit Whiskey. Yes. Oh, it is really good. It's an Does Irish it have whiskey. A t- okay. And it is how whiskey's supposed to be made. Like, everybody loves Jameson's. This is mm-hmm. like what Jameson's is like the generic Now, I'm not a whiskey guy. Whiskey, like and I'm a scotch guy. Right. I, I don't like whiskey. I, not that I don't like whiskey. Whiskey doesn't like me. But I can do a few Jamos. So any, if it's a higher end, I'll probably be okay You'll, with it. Uh, yeah, it's... it's yeah. Uh, you're going to pay a little bit more. You're going to enjoy it a lot more. Okay. The so guy who runs the studio, Dead Rabbit, down Dead at uh, Rachel Ray, where I just did the, the Swedish show, the uh, Scavlin. Yes, the we Swedish were going to talk, talk, um, talk about that. But he, after I did, I segued back. But it brings in both. Because <laughs> at the rap party, we had a whole rap party with all the Swedes and everything. They, they'd shoot for two days and then have a rap party? Three, you got to love three. the Swedes. We did three days. It was a full thing. Do they have Swedish <laughs> <laughs> they do not, you know. And I, you know what? This year I didn't make any Swedish fish reference. I don't think I made one. Reference. Oh, really? Yeah, I was pretty good about it. Um, but like uh, me right other, now. The other couple of years, I like threw it in there, and they, they, they get really upset. They get upset. I'm yeah. like, oh, look, a public we don't school. like that shit. Um, <laughs> and we, yeah, this doesn't yeah. even have anything to do with us. All yeah. right. So, uh, <laughs> but the manager of that of the whole studio complex, uh, Mark, he had two of the best, and I can't remember that. Whiskey, fever pitch, or something like that, or whatever. There was something that was a Jimmy Fallon. Fear movie, something. Wasn't it? There was, it was, but both of them were really good. And those were whiskey. Like, where, yes, and where you just sit and you just sip. I on have it, gotten and more it was so good schooling on alcohol from rap parties or shows than anywhere yeah. else. You know what I mean? Like you go to a rap party for a TV show. There's always something there that someone's going. You got to try this, man. It's, and yeah, and you're going. Wow, that's. And I've never been steered wrong. You know what I mean? Well, you didn't work on Bethany and have skinny girl vodka. You no, could have done that. Uh, Hello. No, Hello. I forgot. Skinny Richie girl. Richie he always has skinny, skinny girl vodka. He drinks right. it and pukes it. But up. that was my favorite show to work on. That was great. Really? I, mean, I, I really like the Swedish show. But Call when I did, back. when I did Bethany, I didn't expect it to be as great as it was. But it was a lot of fun. What are you saying? I just no, heard. Just I just talking. heard callback. It's sort of fist pump. And thought you wow. guys are just so 
in the conversation that well, we're making jokes. And- uh, here's oh, okay. here's oh, what's going on right this now. This is for the listeners. Mike has been a warm-up for a long time now, quite a few I did, years. I uh, did Revolution back in wow. 11. With my girl, Jen. Yes, Dr. Yeah. Jen. Dr. Jen, Dr. Jen, Dr. Tiff. Well, I gotta Tim Gunn, Tim Gunn, I forgot. I love Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn is Tim the nicest shout guy. Shout out to Tim Gunn, wonderful man. The yeah. Nicest yeah, do you know who Tim, Tim Gunn he, uh, He's a designer. But, uh, but you know who? Know you know, who he is. Yeah, yeah. The fashion guy. I didn't know anything about it. He was the nicest, oh. most professional guy yes. ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What a great guy. Top to bottom. I remember. Just great. I bet he used to be on Oz all the time, season one. Okay. And I went into him one day and I said, hey, Tim, um, my niece is in school for. Uh, designing, and he was like, before I could get out, he goes, why haven't I met her? Why haven't I met And I was like, what a great guy, you know what really? I mean? <laughs> you know, he's just such a good guy. So, I, I, shout out to Tim Gunn and Jennifer Ashton. And Jen, Dr. Yeah. Jen, yeah, yeah. I, Which, Tim the, Gunn, when we would do rehearsals before the show, mm-hmm. the, all the, uh, the Dr. Oz is great about it. He rehearses everything. Oh, he's a pain He knows that ass. show. Bang. And it's great, though, because it makes everything run faster. Mm-hmm. Right, Tim Gunn, professional, but he was out there before his rehearsal. He was there for the rehearsal before his, whoever that host you mean was. Like, oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he was already ready. I'm here, and whenever it's my turn, I'll do my part. So he was there, but sitting with him, watching, like the other rehearsal for like Ty Pennington, him. It's like comic sitting in the back of the room, right, right, right. He's like just comments. You thought that was a joke? That did nothing. There was no punchline, <laughs> but. Sitting with Tim Gunn, going, oh my God, See, what are we talking about? I love Tim that. Gunn, but in my head and during your stories, I'm picturing Tracy Gunn from LA Guns. Of course. The, yeah. like the they're, metal, they're exactly the alike. <laughs> they're the same guy, I think. They've got to be related in brothers. some way. How many guns can there be? Exactly. Peter Gunn. Um, so you did that for a year. I did that for, yeah, the only season See, of Revolve. That's my kiss of death. Right. You got on I around got, the same time. Yeah. And you're ran forever. Ahead of you. And mine. Season well, and done. it's funny because Bethany, season norm- But normally, that's when you do warm up for a daytime show. Uh, normally, what he's saying is normally what happens. Maybe two seasons. Usually, two seasons you get. Sure. Once they get, because money wise, sure. Tell me now. Let's get it on and let's get it. And, and I remember sitting with Joey Cole, the king. Sure. The king, king of warm up. The king of warm up. And he got me the Oz gig, and he was like, "This is going to run for ten years, man. Easy. It's going to run." I'm like, "I just want to get through a year." You know, I just want, and now we're in season ten, and I can't believe it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm kind of spoiled because uh, Joey, R. C. Smith, you, you, they, even those guys who've now had successful shows, they had those shit shows. They rotated around. They had to go for a six yeah, months here. Yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. I never had to do that. I, you know, like it's, it's amazing. It's, you know, me, though, it really is amazing. I can't picture how you uh, like the the philosophy behind like being a warm up for an entire season. Because I've done warm-up, but they were, it was always for, like, a German music show that's shooting in Vegas, and it's right. going to be one and done. And yeah, it's no. It's going to be a you know, comedy special in, in Nashville. It's one and done. And it's like, you just go in, you're doing it once, so it's like, you don't learn a pattern. You don't have to right, know right. anything. Well, and here's the other, right. well, here's the thing about warm-up and TV in general is that every pattern is different. That's why we're right now we're talking about the view is bringing in nine, ten different people. They're trying to find the right person. Because they had the same person for eight years. But if years. you send a person in, right, Tom Kelly. Who's, Tom Kelly, great at it. Does everything. Knows the show. Knows yeah. everything. And every show has its own personality. Dr. Oz yes. has its own personality. And you when need you to learn and that Richie personality. And is perfect for that show. Right. I was, I can, I, 
honestly say that I was perfect for Bethany. Like I, because I took over. They didn't like who they had. Okay. And then I oh, came I in as a replacement, that. and they kept. They said, "How long You're did she guy. last? A year or two? Just one. Just, just one, one season. Yeah. And so they brought you in. She they could have gone another season, but she didn't want to. But she also, as much as fun as I did have working on it, I think she really didn't know that. Hosting a daytime talk show is a it's job. It's a lot of work. It's work. It's you, a job. And she didn't want to rehearse. You can't just show she up. She wanted to just do it. Yeah. And just, I mean, people love me. And her audience did love her. They were a great audience for right. me. As a warm-up, they were easy. No, I and don't, it's, these people work hard. When yeah. Host of a TV show, a daytime TV, I mean, uh, Wendy Williams, she works so hard. And uh, Doc works really, I mean, it's a lot of work, you know. The guys from The Chew were always interesting to me because they got to play off of each other. Right. And they seemed to enjoy each other, you know, and I enjoyed watching them because they, they came out the same time that Revolution did. We that's did the right. same thing because I, I was, uh, RC and I split. Did you ever do the chew? I did. I did okay. the first couple of shows and then I went off to do Revolution full time and, and they got I, mad. Yeah. They were like, right. wait, you're leaving that. us. And I go, yeah, yeah, I'm going to a full time show. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but you're our guy. I'm like, twice a week. Yeah. What do you mean? That's Who's right. not going to full time? And you know who replaced and you? I did. Yeah. Because R.C. Smith called me and said, I'm doing this and I can't do every show because he was doing Rachel. And it was and he said, and yeah. uh, Burton got a, uh, got the revolution. And he said, Do you can you think of someone that I go, well, what days are we looking at? And he told me, I go, Yeah, me, I can do it. <laughs> I was running back and forth from Oz right. to do it, which was kind of fun, but right. then exhausting. And then he left and went full time. Uh well, Jew. he left Rachel and, and then yeah. Joey and, went full time. Rachel and, and so everybody switched yeah. around, but it's a it's a small community of comics find, that do it. Find the the right show for like the you right find guy. the right show, and if that show well, can stay on the air, when you're, then you're gold. When you're like yeah. auditioning someone once or twice for a show, doesn't make sense to me no. because they need to learn the dynamic of the show. Give them a month. Right. If you don't like them after a month, I understand, but give them the month. It's to, hard to. It, it's a different beast. And I tell Camille, I've had a lot of comics call me now because they're auditioning for the View, and I'm like, you're not a comic first. Yeah. Get that through your head. No material. You're not a comic. No, you can do material. But you're you're a cheerleader. But you're a cheerleader first, and then if there's time, and, or you feel a low, bang in a joke and think about your act and what's All a quick joke. All the bands I opened up, it's almost the same. See, philosophy. you understand because yeah, I mean, it's I like, loved your. Tell tell Mike the story about you with the band. Which where, one? <laughs> where you pretended you were a roadie. Oh yeah. So when I the first time I was gonna do warm up for a band, I went out and I'd like put the guitar on and like. Strum He's a couple the comic. things. Right, right, right. And then I would what like, band? check, check, one, two. Well, this one was for a little local band. Okay. But I ended up like doing bigger and bigger bands oh, wow. later. Okay. And I'd go, check, check. And I'd play with the guitar. And then I'd put it back down. And then I'd go over to the bass. Boom, 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 boom. Check, check. Hey, everybody, who's out there from Youngstown? Yeah, all right. <laughs> And then I'd go behind the drums and hit it a couple times. And I'd just start like, all right, who's ready to go see uh, Dizzy Whore? And they'd say, yeah. Oh, where are you from, man? I'm from Pittsburgh. You married? So they don't even know he's into his act now. They they think I'm like the craziest (laughs) roadie on the planet. And then I'm like, oh, shit, the band's ready. Who's ready to see the band? All right, ladies and gentlemen, Dizzy Whore. And they'd go crazy. And then after the show, people are like, Dude, you're a really fucking funny roadie. <laughs> <laughs> That's way better than going like, eh, you're okay, comic. I, yeah, but did yeah. you? You're not going to be able to do material. When did you come up with that? 
I just fucking panicked. Just on the fly. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to open this show. How Let am me I do this. Go out? Gonna yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's great. That's genius. Yeah. I wouldn't come up with that. I'd still be standing on that stage in a puddle. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I agree. I agree. I think that's great, man. I, I think, think when you do awesome. the big shows, when and you do like Miss Radio America. City and all that kind of stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't, I've never done it. It's like a roadie right now. Miss America has like 13,000, 14,000 people. And Holy that shit. is. You, you were there. Joel was there this year. I, 35 out of 50 states weren't even listening to him in the start. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the podcast. You know who <laughs> But I won them over. Portugal? <laughs> yes. It's Portugal in the house. Dude, it's Miss Colorado, America. Whatever. South North Dakota. In my mind, they're part of America. South North Dakota. <laughs> Where are you out? Who's Where are you at? <laughs> but I, I've done it three years now, uh, oh, Miss, okay. Miss America. And, and um, the first year, I thought. I was going out during commercials and things like I, I was freaking, you know, because I and I, I thought like, but they the the stage manager, and uh, Dina Blizzard was doing it before me. Okay, who I, who I love, she's great. Yeah, and I saw her doing Anderson Cooper. She was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've never seen her do warm up, and I'd love right to. Right before she was Angie great. and I moved out of New York, we went and did. Uh, I came and saw you, and we mm-hmm. went to every show that I had a friend doing warm up. And we just went because it was like, hey, we lived here for you know eighteen years. We never went to to a taping? any of these yeah. tapings let's get to a together. Taping, sure. So let's just do it. We didn't have the money to go to a Broadway show or whatever. Or go to a free, free TV show. show. Yeah, so every not? morning we went and but saw they're, they're TV touristy shows. things that you never took advantage of. Yeah, and then we would, and we knew the comics, so that we always got treated like gold. Right. You know, like RC made sure we sat in the seats where we got to eat the food. And right, stuff. right, 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 right. So, <laughs> Which you love. That's because no, your wife I was good looking. That's the only reason. <laughs> well, yeah. Your wife wasn't good looking. That wouldn't have happened. I'm going to tell you right don't now. Thank RC. I don't care. I'm just telling you. I got to eat the food. That's all I cared about. When we. At the Oz show, when we don't do a giveaway, they're like, we didn't get a giveaway. I'm like, this is your giveaway. Right. It's a free show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I took pictures of everybody doing their thing, you know, like because I was proud of my friends. And as soon as I post, started posting them up, I got all these comics like, yeah, so what What show are you trying to do warm-up for? Who are you aiming for? What are you trying to And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm just not allowed to support Whose my job friends. Who's job you gunning for? Yeah, they yeah. all think I'm trying to steal somebody's no, job. I'm like, no, it's so weird. Um, We've all heard that. Yeah. yeah. But you, uh, Who's Richie actually got me on Oz. Job? Oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Richie I got me on Oz. Season one. I don't think he knows at all. I've never mentioned it. I don't think you, I've ever mentioned it when I've You killed gone. it, and Oz loved you because he. I forgot about this. Well, you were on screen? We yeah. Did, yeah. So that's yeah. two warm up comics that have been on and zero for yeah. Richie? We, I don't even think you'd done even a warm up fake yet. one. No. Pete Holmes is It was no, season it be, one. It had to be season one. And Because um, you were at NBC. Three. Yeah, they used to ask me, in season one, they'd ask me, do you know anyone who could ask this question or do this or do that? And, uh,. And then they realized, I don't know what happened. I guess they, they don't want to do pros anymore. They want to just do regular people. Try to do organic, whatever. And, right. um, and so I had recommended Mike, and you ended up ad-libbing with Oz. I did. But they here's the deal. They called me up, and uh, Richie said, they're going to have you ask a question to Oz. So the producers called me and said, uh, uh, we want you to ask a question to Oz. And I go, I got a great question. And uh, they go, really? And I go, yeah. I said, every athlete who gets caught with steroids always blames B12. Is it really something that B12 does? Like, it, can you actually take it? Maybe it just takes longer than steroids? Or what does B12 do? And they go, huh. Well, here's what we want you to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah. do my balls smell that like a garbage almost dump? Almost close. <laughs> they said, here's what we want you to ask. How do you know if you have uh, 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 hemorrhoids? And I go, 
yeah, I like my question better. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, yeah, well, here's Why what we're going to have you ask. Well, so you're, you're going to ask about your ass. And so I did. And, uh, ask about your ass. I asked it, I had to ask about uh, hemorrhoids. How do you know if but you have But you ended hemorrhoid? up, he, you got up and, and you started ad-libbing with him about I, something that happened earlier. And I get, and he, he was so new at the time. That was early on in the show. And I could see a twinkle in his eye. And you killed it. You were funny. But I could see a twinkle. And I knew, I, I got to tell you, I knew I could play with him based on how he loved that you were playing off of him. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? No, I'm like, cool. I, I, can, that. that's great. I can go a lot further with this guy than I thought because I could tell that he enjoyed it. And sure enough, I started going further. And now I just make fun of him. That's <laughs> great. See, I don't have that. I don't have that part like with yeah. him. But it is his audience is good, and the crew is great to play with. Yeah, and uh, and I really I enjoy being able to go in and sub in. Right, it's, it's a fun show. There's some that some of the shows get that, serious. I mean, I'm it's, still it's sticking to my guns to... that you need to bring some of the crew in for the show. No, I would love. No, I want to do that. I want to do. I, I definitely would love to have the uh, Seth on. with them. Yeah, yeah. I, was just, I just went yeah. to yeah, a good. taping and I was like, "Oh my God, Richie, the way he talks with yeah. everybody, they should be on the show." Right. Well, we had yeah, and yeah. we had Oz on on the podcast. He was. Great. Oh, you did. Yeah, 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 and he was great. It was and he great. Was, he was just making fun of me, and he, it was almost like he was getting me back for yeah. nine years. He of, said him and Richie looked like the number ten. Yeah. Right, right. And then he goes hundred. And then he looked at all of us and goes, a thousand. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Dr. Oz just fat shamed to call us all fat. And then I said, you know, you're not supposed to be fat shamed. And he goes, who's listening? No, 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 no. He goes, don't worry. We go, don't worry. No one's listening. He goes, no, they assured me of that before I agreed to this. <laughs> now. That's great. We, uh, you, you, earlier you talked about learning the dynamics of a show. Right. Richie has some interesting audience members. Have you had interesting audience members of different shows that you've gone to? Probably the same ones. One. You know what's funny? Uh, so Speaking of they dynamics go to shows. of shows. They go to all the shows. So here's the thing. Uh, my first couple of days when I auditioned to do The View, okay. uh, uh, Tom Kelly came and watched, and he would critique. Who was and, the, and who was the warm-up, who was the warm-up the view, guy for eight years. And he's moving on to the Michael Strahan show. Right. Well, he's going to... He does three hours of Good Morning America. Good Morning America. He does and the first he, two and right. then does the extra so he can't do Michael both. Strahan part. So uh, so they're auditioning different people for The View. So I'm there the first week that they're taping and uh, for this season. I'm there. They're opening. Hey, welcome to season whatever, 21, I think. Yeah, whatever. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. So, uh, so I go in, and unbeknownst to me, I was with the audience. I'm playing in the audience on a commercial break. Some guy stands up with a Trump 2020 banner and starts yelling shit. I was so into what I was doing on my I didn't see it at all. After the show, Tom is like, that was great. You didn't play off of that? You didn't worry about that? I go, I didn't even fucking see that. Ah, I've never had to deal with that. What exactly are you talking about? Security (laughs) got him and, like, took him out immediately. And I saw that, but I was like, wow, that guy really had to pee. Oh, all right. (laughs) Couldn't be more oblivious. And he needs the muscle to go escort him. Just walking around aimlessly. Hey, all right, everybody. That guy must be hung. We're going to come right back from commercial, and we're going to clap real hard. Wow. And it was – but that was one of those things – I've had weird audience members, but they're always, hey, can you get them to do this? And I was like, no, I make you clap. What authority do you think that I have I know. in this show to at make all? Them do I promise. I can't get Dr. Oz to give you an autograph. I can't right. get him to hug you. I can't get him to give you a prescription. That's not going to happen. <laughs> that's never going to happen. I promise I you that's never going to happen. 
Well, he he said it's hilarious. Some people come with these uh, preconceived notions that they're gonna meet yeah. Dr. Oz and he's gonna heal them like he's some sort of super doctor. Yeah. They'll fall on the set and they come over with a waiver like, all right, like we're gonna take you in an ambulance. They're like, no, I just need to talk to a doctor. Yeah, we're gonna take you to one. Yeah, we're in a right. hospital. Yeah, yeah. They're like, no, we just want to see Dr. Oz. They're like, no, yeah. it's right, happened I'm a fine. couple of times. Not yeah, and they they're like acting like they fell. Yes. And then you know they're like, yeah, we're gonna take you to the hospital. And, no, I just need a doctor to look at me. Yeah, we're gonna take you to one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know what I mean? But in all fairness, we have had people who either felt sick or whatever, and he has come out and, like, looked to Pulse and all that stuff because he can't help himself. It's what he is, you know? He's a doctor. Right. He took, I, you, you know what I mean? I was there. He, he gave me a creed. prostate exam. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you call it? Now, I got to tell you something. I hope it was his finger. We were talking about Miss America, and I was saying the first year I thought I had to go out during commercials and stuff. I didn't. I just had to go up in the beginning. And get them riled up for ten minutes. They're kids in college mostly. Right. They're there for their school, for their school, for their girl. And I'm getting them. You know, they're already riled up. There's thirteen, fourteen thousand, right? So the second year I go out, I get them riled up. Whatever. This year, I asked Vinny Nardiello to help me. Shout out to Vinny Nardiello to help shout me. Shout out to Vinny Nardiello to, I, to write some jokes with me about the different states. To I'm punch like, it up. Nothing mean, though. We can't be mean, you right. know? Not roasty. Which is hard. You can't be roasty. Do, right. Do you want right. to write the joke so, that never made it? Because Well, because half oh, of sorry. my half of my jokes are, are, in Miss America is just me going, is Rhode Island here? And they right. all have signs and they all go crazy, you know? It's 10 minutes of that. So Vinny wrote jokes, but he wrote jokes that some of them were just for me. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I and I was like, Vin, I can't say that. He goes, Oh, I know, but I do. And one that he wrote that killed me was, I was backstage talking to Miss Utah. It's interesting. We can only have one Miss Utah, but you can have three Misses Utahs. It's a Mormon joke. I got gotcha. you. Oh, oh, Burton's face was like. And I thought that was such He's a great In my joke. head, I'm like, I don't think you can use that. And you oh, yeah. No, I couldn't. No. Of course I couldn't use But I said to Vinny, I can't use that. He goes, I know you can't use it. I wrote it for you. <laughs> but tell, tell what happened. When you're on stage. I hate when you do this. Okay. So he's on stage, and, and, and he goes, yeah, it's too bad this year there's oh. no swimsuit. I go, I, we wrote, I, did a, I wrote a bit about, because they, they right. got out the swimsuit. Sure. And I was going to say that they hate I, underneath I'm wearing a swimsuit. Have you ever heard 15,000 people boo, boo at the same they, time? But they weren't booing me. They were booing the, the idea of you in a swimsuit. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it sounds like. You better watch the way you tell the story. That's exactly the no, way it sounds. They were booing the people in charge who've decided that right, swimsuits are offensive to women. Boo. Dude, they're bo and now in my head, I'm like, okay, I've just brought up the 800-pound gorilla in the room. And the people in charge of all that of this are swimsuit. here. And I come off and I'm like. He's uh, got to do 15 minutes. We're four minutes in. Yeah. And I'm. But <laughs> I got. They got over that. They got over that. I did the Miss Utah joke and they were fine. And. Um, <laughs> Miss South Carolina. Come on. But I, some more I come off the stage thinking somebody's going to like whisk me out of here. I'm yes. done. Yeah. Because I brought up that. Mo I didn't know. I thought everybody agreed to get rid of it. I didn't you have know. somebody that, you can recommend for next year. No. <laughs> the funny thing. They were all like, hey, great job, man. I'm like, okay. I, I wasn't going to go. What? No, about the swimsuit? No, you went like, here. nobody's listening. No, no you went, because no. underneath this suit later on, I got my two-piece. I said I got my two-piece, and I'm wearing heels, and, uh, you know. You're like, what a waste of a spray tan. And yeah. you brought him back. Yeah, Vinny wrote that, which was funny. Thank you, That Vinny. is funny. Yeah, what really a waste. Good job, did Vinny. The, uh, West Virginia coal mining joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys. So, the bottom line here, we spent a lot of time on warm-up. 
What? <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> but I think it, it's interesting that what people don't understand is there's so many other aspects of this job that you can do cruise ships, uh, you know, uh, producing shows, producing shows, producing show, whatever. Comics not getting back to you fast enough on avails. Uh, that was a shot at me, I think. No, nope, it was not. No. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I don't get back to anybody on a belt. That's why. Is that on me? Because Richie doesn't no, know. How that you. Just in general. Richie no, no, know no, how no. Texting works. Just yeah, comics in general. Comics in general. Well, oh, yeah, what's yeah. texting? Well, you know what's funny is like um, somebody told me. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about opening a comedy club. It's like you're gonna deal with comics all the time. Yeah. Who wants to do that? Oh, really? Yeah. It's gotta be. It's tough, yeah, man. Well, I mean, I I get to work with comics, but but to have to deal with all those comics and the comic that's always on. But club owners, there I can count on one hand. The club owners aren't dicks. But yeah, pe- but I'm talking about comics who, like, there's always the guy who wants to move up way before he's ready to move up. And you have to be now honest, selling themselves. Honest comic friend. Yeah. And be like, dude, you're not ready. I mean, that's hard to do. Sell themselves as a headline. An owner has to just keep going, no, you know what? And it's always that, I can use you more if you're middle. I can use you do twice you know- a year as to if you're headline, I can only use I you once, love- maybe every. Year and a half, you know, and whatever excuse they can come up with. I love the club owner who tells someone, like, when say a middle act goes, "Hey, man, I really want a headline." He goes, "Yeah, talk to the booker. I'm all in. I'm in, I'm all in." And you know that he's calling the booker, going, Dude, "I'm not dare. headlining." Don't you? And then dare. they then they get mad at the booker. It's like you really think the, if a club owner really wanted you to headline, you'd be headlining. Like I love these comics who think, "Can you believe that booker hates me? Fuck that booker." It's like and when you like, walk Dude. in the first time, the first time you meet somebody, like at a club, like and. This happened to me in Syracuse uh, at Wise Guys back in the day. And uh, great club. And this guy walked in. He's featured. I'd never met him before. and uh, But he's opens our conversation with never meeting him before. Like, I really want to headline this club. I really need to be headlining this club. So I know he's thinking he's going to bring it all week. And I'm like, dude, man, do your show. Right. You want to headline. You got to, yeah. He bombed so hard on that first show where the owner comes charging into me. While I, he goes, what's he talking to me about, headline? I was like, I don't know. I didn't tell him to. Stop yelling at me. I know you're mad. Why my, are you yelling at me? Mike Kinney in Sackett's Harbor. Yes, yeah, I remember that. Mike Kinney, one of He's my old Denver. great guy. Yeah, one of my best friends. Went, I mean, I love the guy. So where I'm opening every six months up in Sackett's near Watertown for Steve Cruiser. Do you know Steve? No. I love, love Steve Cruiser. Cruiser. He's just so we, we were friends. We became friends pretty much through there. We knew each other before then. Kenny, the three of us, good friends. We hang out, blah, blah, blah. So I'm driving with Mike Kenny somewhere to like a store or something. And, and I go, Mike, you know, um, I'd really like to throw my hat in the ring, the headline. And he goes, okay. And I go, no, I, I think I'm ready. And he goes, yeah, no, okay. And I'm like, <laughs> I go, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, next time through you can headline. I go, well, I thought this was going to be a lot harder. He goes, I would have headlined you three years ago. You just never asked, and I wasn't going to move you up. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. A great show. Yeah, he goes, a great we show have a fun cheap. time. We always have a fun time with Cruiser at all. Why would I, why would I move you up? I can pay you to... to <laughs> I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. I, I, when I used to book stand-up New York, I, my philosophy was always just be completely honest. And somebody would tell me they're ready to play the weekend. They're ready to. I go, okay, I'll give you a weekend. You're mm-hmm. going after uh, Jim Gaffigan, and then Jim Norton's going up, and then I'll put you on. Yeah, imagine. But if you don't kill, right. I can never use you again. 
Right. You can never come back. That's a great way of putting it. You wanna do you wanna do it? And then ninety nine percent of the time they go, No, nah, that's cool. No, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll just keep doing Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tough, man. If it's because that's who you're up I've against. Never yeah, had, here in the city. Do I tell Dave Attell you can't go on? But you know um, what? That we got this new guy. Lucian used said, to have a thing. He used to have a list and comics would come in and go, I want to play your club. Like and you go, All right, well tell me on this list. You have Gaffigan, Attell, Ted Alexandro, uh, Todd Berry, uh, Jerry Red back in the day, uh, all these guys. And who am I not? Yeah, who do you want to, who are you better than? Like, who who would you take off of here? I bet, I bet, I bet. I'll just move, right. to, I'll move right. to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm. Yeah. Well, you know, I <laughs> always know, felt. What's a nice I, town, Charlotte? I mean, you're probably the same way. And I, that, that, it, I don't, it, I shouldn't, you're going to move me up when I, when you know when other comics are going, I don't want to follow this guy anymore. Right. When it's when when, when it's not when, a step up from right. your middle to the headliner, that's when you move up. Right. That's, and that, that's uh, when I did it. I mean, right. that's when everybody gets. To I do love it. when, and I know in this day and age, there's not as much money, and you have like middle acts going, "Yeah, I'm not making enough money." That's not anybody's problem but yours. So go be funnier, make it where no one can follow you, and then they'll move it's, you up. Yeah. You know, you don't. In my mind, you don't have to ask to be moved up. No, you know I, I don't mean? know that I've I don't, ever... I've never you just said my kidding. It's the only time up. in my life it ever happened, and he goes, I would have moved you up three years ago. <laughs> there was a club that never moved me up, and I just stopped working for him. I never called him. They're like, right. we never hear yeah. from you. I'm like, yeah, because yeah. you never moved me that's up. Everybody else thing. moved me up. That's the other so thing. So that's on me. That's right. my... Either I can choose to just feature for you, or I cannot. Exactly. Exactly. If I'm going fe- to fe- feature, it's going to be for uh, David Tell or uh, somebody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that, just being on it, like, that's just the way it is. A and household name. Other than that, yeah. If, I mean, if we're all doing a show together, whatever. But yeah. you, whatever position you have, you have. The same, I'll still host. I'll immediately <laughs> go, I'll host. I don't give a shit. If we're all getting the same money, I'll do any position yes. on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's like the headliner gets this, feature gets this, MC gets this, oh, no, I'm going to headline. Right. You're going to put somebody else in? Fine. Yeah. I'll See you next year. If I've seen your lineup and everything, and we're all being honest, then this is the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Stop blaming the bookers. Stop blaming the owners. Blame, look in the mirror. Where were you I when I was what, a booker? Wow. That's what I'm trying to say. We got that's deep on that one. I know. So what we do secondly on the show is we, we usually tell a joke. <laughs> um, we can go street joke? You know what's funny? A street joke? A few months ago, the last time Burton was on, we ended with a street joke, and we haven't done that since or before. I think if, we um, haven't done let's it since. See if this is uh, <laughs> do either of you guys have a street joke you want to go well, with? Do you? I can do one. I uh, all right. This is one of the only ones that I use. Uh, there's a couple that I keep in my pocket just in case something happens in the audience. I had a uh, a fight break out one time in an audience. It was at a fundraiser, and a fight <laughs> broke out. A guy wow. was on his cell phone. Another guy wanted to watch the show for some reason and uh and got upset when this guy was on his phone and wouldn't get off his phone so he said hey man can you get off your phone or take it outside and this i didn't know any of this i was told after the after the show and uh and he goes no yeah i'll be fine and stays on his phone and guy asked him again no he just got up and just started wailing on him wow (laughs) so the lights come up and I'm like, what's going on? And so it happened like over here on this side, and uh, and I'm like, holy shit! And this like the audience that's over here, like close to the stage, they can't see it. They're like, no, no, go ahead. I'm like, no, 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 
hold on a second. Let's just wait till that's done. It'll end because it has to. And then <laughs> I'll get you back. And they were great. Said the guy who missed the Trump 2020 sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this I'm paying attention to. This what might, sign? I'm right, I'm right here. I'm right here, everybody. I'm going to wait. And uh, so it is taken care of. But then... Like, I didn't know how to follow it. I didn't know anything to do. Like, so, who's married? Like, you can't do that right. after a big fight. So this is, a like, a, a street joke that I keep in the pocket, and then I can take him wherever I want after this. All right, so, uh, third grade class, uh, teacher's up front. She says, okay, look, we have these uh, testing coming up. We, you guys are not doing well in math, so I'm going to give you some math problems. You work them out. Tell me what the answer is, and we'll get all this. All right, so, first question. Uh, we have three birds sitting on a tree branch. One gets shot. How many are left? What's the answer? Little boy goes, oh, none. She goes, none? What do you mean none? He goes, well, the one bird got shot. The other two get scared and fly away. None. He goes, oh, all right. Well, I can see how you got that. I like the way you think. Okay. Can you give me another example of something like that? He goes, all right. You have three women sitting on a park bench. One's all eating ice cream cones. One's licking it. One's eating it. One's sucking it. Which one's married? She goes, oh, the, the one sucking it? He goes, no, nah, the one with the wedding band, but I like the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> that trick jokes is already doing. Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. 